Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the 212th episode of Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And oh my goodness, we have been wondering about a man named Nicodemus and about his interactions with with the Lord. We get, in a special way, an arc of his belief and an arc of his action, unlike anybody else uh, in the Bible, except for the disciples, I think. In John chapter 3, you can't believe what Jesus says to Nicodemus. We've talked about that over the last couple of days. You've got to listen to episode 210, 211. He tells Nicodemus, you have to be born again. And then if that's not enough, one of the most famous passages in the Bible, he gives him the most famous passage in the Bible, which is, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. He gets the best gospel presentation in the world. Now, the amazing thing is, is we don't find out uh, what Nicodemus' response to this is in John chapter 3. But in John chapter 7, you can't believe what what Nicodemus does for Jesus. He defends Jesus. Um... It says, Nicodemus, who had gone before him and who was one of them, said to them, Does our law law judge a man without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does? And he pisses off the authorities so much they attack him. They say, Are you from Galilee too? Search and see that no prophet arises from uh, from Galilee. So he he at least defends Jesus here, perhaps belief. I think this is a, a couple of years uh, later. And then finally, we got to land the plane. What happens at the very end? And I'm so impressed with these people that that the arc of their spiritual life went all the way to the resurrection, all the way to the death of Jesus, all the way to the cross. And here it is in John chapter 19. Uh, so this is after Jesus uh, is on the cross. He, he's beaten and suffered and is crucified. He, he dies He's pierced, and the sun's going down, and it's all hitting the fan because you can't leave people on the cross uh, on the Sabbath. So after these things, this is from John chapter 19, verse 38. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission so that he came and took away his body. So if you asked me and other people who buried Jesus, uh, the number one answer is Joseph of Arimathea. But wait, hold on. That's not the whole answer. Listen to this. Verse 39. Nicodemus also, and just so you don't get confused, it tells you who had earlier come to Jesus by night referring back to John chapter 3, verse 1. Same Nicodemus, same guy that defends Jesus, also identified as the same person. Then it says, Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to Jesus by night, came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds in weight. So I did a little math this morning. Um, If if you go to Walmart uh, website, and buy uh, uh, essential oil of myrrh 
and you buy a thousand ounces, it costs you $139,000. Uh, that's 75 pounds of essential oil of myrrh. So it costs $139,000 today. I don't know what it cost about then, maybe more. Who knows? It's expensive. Nicodemus is a rich man and puts his money where his mouth is and buys 75 pounds of aloe and myrrh in weight. And so they, Joseph of Marathia didn't bury Jesus alone, took two guys to carry him around. Who was the other guy? It was Nicodemus. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloths with the spices as the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one has was laid. So because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. Who? Who laid Jesus there? Joseph of, of Arimathea, God bless him, yes, and Nicodemus. So we find the Ark of Nicodemus where he gets this, the gospel in John chapter 3. Nicodemus, you've got to be born again. Nicodemus, God so loved the world and the world's condemned already. In other words, you are condemned already. Please believe. And then we find him defending Jesus in John chapter 7. And then finally here, in John chapter 19, when it's extraordinarily risky, when people are killing people for belief, we find Nicodemus putting his money where his mouth is, coming, coming not at night, before the sun sets, actually, here, we know that, because that's the deal. you got to get him in the ground before the sun sets. Coming with 75 pounds of myrrh and aloes, costing maybe $140,000. Who knows? A lot. Taking Jesus' dead body, binding it in linen cloths, binding it with spices, taking it to a garden. They laid them there. Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus. So you can't believe what Jesus says to Nicodemus initially, and then you can't believe what Nicodemus says for Jesus in defending him. And then finally, you can't believe what Nicodemus does for Jesus. What an act of service, of love, of risk, so does Nicodemus become a believer? Absolutely yes. Whether it's in John chapter 7 or not, it certainly is by John chapter 19. So this is the Nicodemus that we run across. John wanted us to know about him, and Jesus wanted to know us to know about him because we get to see sort of the middle, or the beginning, the middle, and the end of this man's spiritual walk with Jesus. How great is that? All the way to the end, all the way to the burial, they laid him in the tomb.